Yeah, we've talked we talked about this before, but it's it just such it seems as an outsider, it seems like just if you want to be like a true like career bottom, that that is work. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Work. Oh my! <laughs> Like the I water just... is wet. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's hard work to bottom. Yeah. We salute you. <laughs> Hi, Nico. What's up, Con? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. Mm, a little bit of homo for me. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. From two guys who are never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you to ours. Welcome to Boys Club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. What do boys eat? <laughs> Grab a bagel. I was like, what do boys eat? You look so hot right now. Wow, thank you. Yeah. I'm in my, for the boys at home, I'm in my work uniform. I, which is a gray t-shirt and black sweatpants. There's something, it's like um, Ben Stiller in Heavyweights. What's Heavyweights? He's fit in that movie. It's a movie okay. about a, an overweight camp. Uh, we gotta fix my fucking heater. No, 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 no. I like it. It's ambiance. If you, uh, if you want a different heater, sign up for the Patreon, and we won't have to live in places. <laughs> the Patreon that we don't have. <laughs> Join the Patreon. We'll start a, an interest list. I don't even know. I'm trying to think of you and I managing a Patreon account. You think I'm bad at managing the Instagram? Not at all. I just Do not think, think I manage the Instagram. I know you manage the Instagram. I manage. <laughs> I don't answer DMs that are don't pertain to us, but like Yeah, I we manage. don't look at the DMs on there. We're not looking at your DMs. Yeah. We're not looking at your DMs. Um, okay, did you see any boys clubs this week? Yeah, read receipts. Have we not talked about these yet? Red receipts? Read receipts. Oh, red receipts, you're right. <laughs> that's crazy. That's I never tense. looked at it like that. It was red. Isn't that funny? Yeah, you know, that's funny because Damien has Damien, if you're listening, boys at home, if you know Damien from a previous episode, he has his on now. And I don't know if it's an accident. No, I think it's kind of just like being wait, well one time Michael Aber texted me and said, Did you mean to share your location with me? And I was like, I didn't mean to share it with anyone ever, not once. <laughs> and so and then I was like, But nervous. I love that your phone just shared it with Michael. I know. Well, I was nervous also because then I was like kind of spiraling because like nothing on my phone said that it was shared with anyone. So I was like, how did he get this information? And then I was nervous that because I dated a guy named Michael once. And then I was like, did I share my location with him? And then I was like, does everyone named Michael have my location? So I was pretty. That would get bad. If you have my location, anyone in the world, you shouldn't. The only person who has my location John Hedrick has my location. And when I was on mushrooms four days ago, I thought I should give my location to Nico. I literally, one of my biggest mushroom takeaways. Wow, that's a moment of clarity if I've ever heard it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Wait, on the top, wait, what were we talking? Red receipts. Red receipts, but not read receipts. Oh, oh, but remember there was like a weird time. I remember a couple times we were walking back from club coming, I think to John's house. And remember we had that weird thing where our location was like, somebody was like your AirPods or there was something I that was that like a yesterday. Look. You did? Yeah. I think it's a scam. I think people are trying to get us. I think people are trying to kidnap us. Really? I think it's like a scam because it, it says your AirPods are connected. With you. Yes. And then it's like, and then it like tracks where you were. I don't okay. Like it. Yeah. Well, I have to get to the bottom of that. On my <laughs> keys, I have an Apple AirTag that um, isn't connected to anything. It's actually a keychain. And <laughs> best case scenario, it's not connected to anything. Worst case, it's connected to a killer. So like, <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's good. Yeah. Okay, so Red Receipts. That is a boys club. I feel like people have like strong opinions on whether or not they should be on. Um, my opinion is that they shouldn't be on Keep That To Yourself. The only person who I wanted to turn them on is my dad. Because I do need to know sometimes if he read this. It is sometimes nice to be like, I don't have to respond, but you can see that I read this and I have the info necessary. I think that a Red Receipt is it's a, it's a power thing. 
It it's is. Like, yeah, I read this, but it didn't feel pressing. To I me. feel like in high school and college, it was like a cool thing. Like, cool people were like, I fucking don't care if you know I read that. The. <laughs> Wait, so what boys' clubs did you see this okay, week? Okay, my boys' club this week is I got this gay little hoop earring. I love it. And I'm very excited about it. So my girlfriend, Maddie, works uh, part-time at a an earring shop, and she got this for me. And I've had my ears pierced for... I don't know, like a decade probably. I'm like stunned by that only because I thought those those holes closed. They're not closed. I think I had them in for long enough that like the threshold of it closing has gone away. I think that about my tattoos. Like my tattoos feel completely not faded to me. Although God knows I wish they would. But like (laughs) they are so unfaded and I've had them for like seven years. Yeah. Like don't these things go, come and go? Like I don't know. I Famously permanent tattoos. (laughs) Like they should fade or something. Well, I've, I mean, they're not in areas that you are like a lot, like around the sun that much. So I never. Well, yeah, that's true. In the summer, I really do try to like I wear a tank a lot, and I never lotion my shoulder because I want it to fade. No, you got to protect it. Okay, yeah. it well, looks like it, if you squint, it looks like um, a sad face. The tattoo yeah. on my back. Because it's th- a crescent moon with three stars. It don't ask like... why. It looks like don't ask why I got that. <laughs> it's really it, intimate. It does look like a um, a sad face. A sad face. Wait. So this little earring I have. It's pretty. I've I've been really liking it. I feel like it's 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 making me slightly edgier. Yeah. Which I'm excited about. I, yeah. I think it gives me a little a little pop to my look. But would you do a stud? Um, maybe. Like a diamond. The right one. Mm, I feel like diamond might give me like too much of like fuckboy energy, in a bad okay, way. Okay. Yeah, if especially you had... with like this soccer outfit on I have right now, I'd look like <laughs> such like a Euro douche, you know. <laughs> Wait, and if you wore, don't you have a gold chain? I do have a gold chain. That would be really. It would be mega Euro really douche. Chaotic. Yeah, well, so I I wore this. I've just had it in the last couple of days, and I wore it to coach youth soccer as I have to do most days. And the oh, kids listen. lost their minds. They like they're like anytime I wear anything different, they like they have like a breakdown about it. I sometimes yes. I think about if I wore Doc Martens, how like those the big ones to practice, how they would just absolutely have like an aneurysm about it. Do you think it's cuz they just like don't see you as a fully formed human who's For sure. I am experience. one thing in their mind which is totally fine. They're 8 years old and I yeah. should I see them twice a week. I should be just this person they see twice a week who wears the exact same clothes every time. Yes. So I get it when I change it up that they like freak out like different shoes they lose their mind, but this really sent them on a spiral and um one of them goes, "Oh, I don't really like it, but you like it, so I guess that's fine." Okay, crazy progressive. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, I guess that's all that matters. And I was like, yeah, I guess it does, but you didn't have to tell me you didn't like it. And then another one goes, oh, my God, Nico, it looks so good. Didn't expect that from you, but looks really good. And I was like, you read me for filth there, Jesus. That child learns manipulation really young. That really child, young. like, read me. I was like, you're right. This is new, and I'm sensitive about it. <laughs> when you leave, do they, think, do they kind of picture you just, like, sitting in a dark room journaling? Or I think they think I probably am always at the field. Like, in their mind, that's where I am. Anytime, I'm sure if they saw me out and about, they would, like, not know what to do about it. Okay, ninth grade, World Civilizations. My teacher, he had white hair until the day that he came in, jet black hair, did not address it, just started, said, open up your books. And I... You can't do that. It's that moment where it's like, (laughs) you did this, you are a sexual being. You did this to be more fuckable to your old lady wife. Like, you you have a whole complicated life outside of this world. That's like that episode of The Office where Creed comes back with jet black hair, and then somebody's like, where's all the ink in the printer? So, <laughs> that's Wait, funny. It is kind of crazy though, because like in my head, I was like, "Yeah, I don't have to address this to you." But also, like, if my teacher who had always had like gray white hair came in with jet black it. hair, I'd be like, "You have to tell us about this." Like, you have that's, to. We you all see you every gun day. when he said that. I did hold it up again. Sorry, boys. Have to. You have to. What's um, going on with this? But he that's was my... such a nice guy. The guy. Yeah, Mr. Williams. Good. Now he's a religion teacher. He switched departments. Wow. Mm-hmm. Amazing. All but, right. 
so uh, that's my boys go for this week. Scene. Are you ready for our guest? I'm ready. Boys, our guest this week is an incredible uh, comedian, writer. He was recently featured on Late Night with Seth Meyers. He has an amazing show called Sugar Daddy at the Soho Playhouse that you can get tickets to. We'll link them in the show notes. Please welcome Sam Morrison. Yay! Yay! Thank you for having me. What's up? Were you reading something? No, I was just looking at my levels. I don't know. Sometimes I oh. look at the computer because I'm always checking to make sure the it doesn't get crazy on me because GarageBand goes nuts. That makes sense. You were looking at it with this intensity as if you were reading. And I was he like, oh my read. God, he, he wrote out intros. my intro? Now Because it was also intros. so seamless. It was Thank really impressive. You. Sometimes I try to think about it ahead of time because a couple of times I have fumbled it and had to like redo it. And that's always embarrassing in front of the guests. So I try to like sure. think about it first. I never <laughs> yeah, knew you felt shame when that happened. Well, I've like mispronounced names. Sometimes I oh, like yeah. stumble my words and I've like, and yeah, so that's, you know, you live and you learn. 50, 51 episodes. No, this will be wow. 52. 52. This is our one year anniversary, uh, Sam. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well yeah. learned. Wow. But thank you. And I know you guys 53. make a big deal out of it. Yeah. You definitely didn't just realize it right now. I'm so honored. <laughs> we picked that. Wait, you yes, chose we me. We did choose specifically. you. Specifically. Yeah. We did. <laughs> we did say, so I told somebody yesterday because somebody was like, oh my gosh, you guys have been doing this for a while. And I was like, yeah, actually, I was like thinking forward. I was like, Sam Morrison is recording tomorrow and he will be our 52nd episode when it comes out. And then somebody goes, oh my God, are you doing anything for the one year? And I was like, we haven't even talked about yeah. it. We, it's a pretty, I mean, it's, it's a, a lot of episodes. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a pretty big deal. We can't take any time off because we, one time we talked about a season break, didn't do it. So it's like, well, I guess we oh, don't do those here. Oh, yeah. We took a one week break one time because my computer crashed and we lost Mark Stoll's episode. <laughs> I know. It was my fault. Poor sweet Mark Stoll. But then we had yeah. it back better than ever. Better Everyone's than ever. lost an episode. Yeah. Everyone's yes. lost many Oh, wait, that episodes. reminds me. I need, I need, thank God. I need to put this up. I need Are to record this on my recording part. as a backup. Yeah. You want me to do that as well? Oh, no, no it's okay. <laughs> um, Can I just say, I love this podcast. I was just watching you guys do that. And I was like, this is great. Thank you. Well, I just had like a live podcast experience just fully as the only audience member. (laughs) I think I understand. I get podcasts now. (laughs) That was fun. It's fun. Someone said watching us do it sends the message that anyone can do it. But then okay, that was offensive. They were reading you. <laughs> she, she, she said it with love and she is right. She is right. I just feel like this if is If someone like... as talentless as you hacks could, yes. could do this, yeah. then yes. anyone could. I think people try, they get caught up in their heads. They're like, well, what if my sound is bad? And we're here to tell you it can be and you can still get to 52. It can and be. We've probably lost, you know, I would say around a dozen listeners, I would bet, due to the sound quality. But we've retained enough I, it's with good the content. now, right? I mean, yes, we're, things, we're, getting, well, we're getting better at it. Yes. Chubby microphones. Yes. Thank you, a chode. <laughs> Bob the Drag Queen says that you can throw these microphones at the wall and like they're, they're good for, they're durable. Hey, put we, that on Instagram we as are, an advertisement. We're building our podcast in Bob the Dra- Dra- Drag Queen's image. As yeah. you should. Bless. Yeah. Do you have your... Uh, <laughs> Amen. <laughs> do you have your uh, red receipts on? Are you in that boys club? No. Also now starting to understand how vaguely you guys use boys club. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's like anyone... Well, it's really anything that you want to talk about that day. Literally. Yeah. I almost came in with more Pretty Little Liars content, but I'll save it. <laughs> <laughs> and I thank you for that. <laughs> Um, no, I, just, I haven't I had my red receipts on for like a decade because yeah, I'm not yeah. a sociopath. <laughs> Wait, you had them on 10 years ago? I don't know. I feel like at one point in college, someone probably told me you what red receipts are. You have them on. And I was like, I don't want that. And turned them off immediately yeah. and never looked back. Yeah, having them on not knowing is such a scary feeling. 
I want to know who this shepherd I, was. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I remember. I vaguely remember that me being like, "What? Yeah. They can tell? Oh no." It's stupidly easy to do, too, because if you go to, like, the info on your messages with somebody to, like, look for old pictures from the message, like, whatever, or, like, links you've sent in that, like, info page on somebody's contact, you can accidentally hit, like, you know, hide alerts, like, to do not disturb them, or, like, send red receipts. Oh. Which I've done a million times on accident. Interesting. Thankfully to no uh, issues, but... I feel like another version of red receipts, though, is like when someone texts you and then you look at their story and then you're like, well, no, I answered mine to that text. Yes. That I probably didn't want to respond to. I, did I almost it did it with you today. Time. With yeah. you today, when you texted me, I was not going to respond. And then I watched your story and I was like, I have to respond right now. Because, <laughs> well, lucky for you, because of your, I was high and you called me and said to delete Instagram. It'll be, it'll be good for us. And I was like, done. Wait, <laughs> wait, what? Did you delete Instagram? You have off to delete of my it. phone. Just Get it off your phone. I obviously have the platform. Yes, yes, it's yes. I do that every other day. Yeah. 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 Wait, you do delete Instagram? Instagram off your phone a lot. I guess so, yeah. I think, see, that, I'm a part of that boys club. Yes. I Okay, so Just everyone joined. in this room is part of that boys club. You, I don't think we're supposed to have access to all those people in our palms like that, like in our hands. You don't think we should? No, I don't think it's healthy. Oh, of course not. For sure, no. Yeah, I know hot no. take Instagram's unhealthy. Uh, no, of course not. But that, I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's a thing that you, like, I feel like we all know is unhealthy. Yeah. And, uh, like, Every two weeks, remember that we shouldn't be on this. Totally. But then you have to when you're in our shitty industry. I know. I wish that we could like. I wish we could have like a LinkedIn style relationship. Oh my god! Where it's just business. You feel like guttural response. Yes. Just business. It's just the you know. I'm so good at the performative networky bullshit. Yeah. Like I could do that. Downloading Instagram takes thirty seconds, and you can also look at it from your desktop. I think that if we I, we can treat Instagram like an email that we check once in the morning and maybe once at night. Uh, yeah, I'm not checking my phone. Don't email me. <laughs> <laughs> at Pilates, I say, shoot me an email and I'll forward it to someone. Like, oh God, your emails. But I feel like we can have we can treat it like an email, like a work email. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I want you to do this. Okay. Treat Instagram like an email. Yes. How in the world? I don't have enough discipline <sighs> to stay off Instagram after I Honestly, delete it for one day. Honestly, once it's off your phone, you, you're you not – it's really quick to re-download, but you're not going to go through the inconvenience of going to oh, the app re-download unless it, you need it. Yeah. So like, it's funny when I've gone through that phase and I'm like, I'm going to delete it and I'm only going to use it for this re- – and then how – quickly i will start to re-download it mm-hmm. just for that you know like yeah. there's those apps that you have to like click and say i they give you like the time limit yeah. for how long you you should have been on you shouldn't have been on like youtube or whatever yeah and how quickly you just get used to saying like i'm not gonna listen to you this time i yes. had no idea that was a oh. thing they tell you when it's yes to maddie has it like on her, all of like her social media apps like the little like yeah. timer thing comes up and it's like you and You've the number of times for... i just watch her like delete like i'm not listening to you yeah. and keep going i'm like just take it off just stop using yeah. it it doesn't work yeah wow. i've also done that like yeah. 14 different times like had this time I'm, i mean i know that eventually i get used to and doesn't there's no point to it i was so embarrassed just to myself like i deleted it last instagram last thursday off my phone and then friday so many times I picked up my phone and like went to where it was on my home screen before I deleted it. And I was like so embarrassed at how truly addicted yes, I am to it. You look it's, for it. Oh, it's brutal. I'm like, it God, a, I, it's I want to think I can like outthink that. And I just, I'm. It's also, it's a part of like, it's, it's not something that you can just delete because you, you do, like, you do feel lonely or with that. I mean, it does, there are positives to it and mm-hmm. it does connect us to other people. And also, we do use it for like, 
practical good things like communicating with our friends mm -hmm. and like putting telling our close stories that we're having a bad day or yeah. like asking yeah. people to self tape or like whatever you need to do. It is how, and obviously for our job, we need to like be posting every day or every other day yeah. or whatever it is. But then you, you, you delete it and like you can't, but you know what it is good for is dating apps. Oh. I feel like because you don't need dating apps because I'll get like addicted to just mm -hmm. like checking Growler every single time. Wait, and you don't need to what's do that. Growler? Okay, I don't like the way you said it. <laughs> Wait, no, because I sub every six months on Google best dating apps for gay men to see if there's a new one out there, and there's never. But apparently, Growler. <laughs> no, there always are, and they're never. Growler. <laughs> well, now that Grinder's gone public, I'm sure more people are getting in the game. Grinder went public. Yeah, interesting. You can trade it on the stock market. Growlers for bears. That was a featured boys club a couple weeks ago. You can invest in Growler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can invest in Grinder. Growlers yeah. for bears. Oh, maybe I did used to know this. Used to know it. I had Scruff. <laughs> I liked Scruff. He used to like my play. He used to know what Growler was. He was like, those things are related. If Connor I'm going to be honest. Are you only on Growler? <laughs> those do feel related, to be honest with you. As a skinny person I'm watching on... your play, I was like, Slay though. Yeah, yeah. You. Everything you're saying, I absolutely agree with. I think skinny. I can't wait to have one hot photo shoot and then like go on my body for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm gonna have a goodbye <laughs> body photo shoot where I don't think about it after. That feels it is funny. Healthy. <laughs> like you, I do do that. Like I was like, you know, I was going to this like bear event and I was like, I just gotta get my body. I just gotta have abs for that. Or like I did that for Seth Meyers. It was like right. I gotta be in shape for that. But once that yeah. airs, like I can. Right. I can be ugly as I. I can do whatever yes, I want. I think. Here's the thing, bodies are always changing. Famously, mm -hmm. they, that's what they do. They just change and they change and they change. I and they literally change. don't know what you're talking about. They're, they never. <laughs> isn't that so? That we are so obsessed with like this. I just got on finasteride. Shout out. Wait. Oh, I'm worried for your boners. Wait, are your boners? My boners the same? are fine. Although it might have killed my sex drive. Is that a thing? Yes. Oh, it is a thing. I although my really sex drive is very in and out already, so it might have just been like a natural. Are you lifting weights? No. You should be lifting weights. On finasteride? Okay. I just think lifting weights when your sex drive goes low can really make you want to freaking get it. Interesting. I, I, do, think Wait. Lift, I do think lifting also helps. Well, but what we're saying is we lift a lot and we are horny as hell. I don't know. It's hard. I got to test testosterone in me too. I don't know. Like if that's, you know. Sure. So you could be lifting weights it. and also taking tea. So like all of these things make you horny. Right. That makes sense. I think finasteride will, it does affect your sex situations. I thought it was just boner. It says it also sex drive. Wait, so you, you took it. My boners are fine. Um, Those okay. things like seem like they would be related, but okay, yeah, can't yeah. speak to that. No, 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 they so do seem. They have, <laughs> it's a good point. Your hair looks great. Thank you. Uh, it's, it's preventative. It's preventative. I like. I I don't want to look like my uncles. I'm taking <laughs> Nutrafol. Shout out. I was taking Finasteride for a while, but now I'm taking. But then I wanted to be a top, and I was like, I should figure out if my boners or whatever. And but I um, I take Nutrafol, which is like fish collagen. Is this boring for people? Does he always <laughs> pretend to be a top? Yes, <laughs> I would like, know. It's been a it, well. I mean, you were the top you were... who doesn't know what Growler is. Mm -hmm. I realize how fucked I am though, because when I'm on an app, if it says top, we didn't say it was good pretend. All <laughs> pretend is bad. If it says top, I'm like, no, that's not for me. And then if it says bottom, I'm like, no, that's not for me. And it's like, who am I? Oh, side. Who am I? Wow. I'm a side. I'm is a this side. the beginning of a short film? I'm a side. He actually found his um, sexuality on the YouTube comment section of his episode of We're Having Gay Sex with Ashley Gaffin. It's like, baby, you're aside. Honey, you're aside. You don't, you don't like anal sex it. either way? No, I don't want it. I don't want to have it. I don't like it. It's not fun. I. Mm, you're aside. No, I, I don't know what I am. I feel like I don't have enough data points. Wait, can I tell you something? I. What if I was like, no, podcast over? <laughs> I'm like, 
clairvoyant. We're sometimes. in the middle of a podcast. And you just said, wait, can I tell you something? I think you're a side. I think that more people are sides than they realize. Oh, absolutely. People don't need to be doing this. I love, like, there's a weird thing. We're, like, labeling everything. A lot uh, of things are getting categories, sexualities, mm-hmm. all these things. And, like, there's positive sides and there's negative sides. But I think one of the positive sides is, like, there. Are, once something gets labeled, like, a lot of people are like, oh, my God, me too. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. I, know, I feel like I, ever since I started saying that I was a side, I feel like that's like kind of, well, it's not like Do a so lot of other people. people I think there are a lot. I think more more people are like, it's not that people like are, oh, I'm not a top or I'm not a bottom. They're like, actually, anal sex kind of is not so important to me. Yeah. I think that the, the amount of people that are kind of like penetrative sex is like. I would say it's just like down. lower on the list than most gay men for me. I don't know if I'm a side though. I love yeah, I don't know. Because I, 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 like, it's bueno. Yeah, we've ta- we talked about this before, but it, it just such, it seems, as an outsider, it seems like just, if you want to be, like, a true, like, career bottom, that that is work. Oh my, oh my, oh my, work. oh my. <laughs> like, the I water just... is wet. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's hard work to bottom. Yeah. We salute you. That is I nice. I cannot recommend it enough to people. That is, uh. To read. Um, I, I, that's on my to-do list for the year, too. Is to, to read, read a little that. life? Yeah, when you're done with it, I'm going to read it. Wait, March is the month that I read a little life? And then for the rest of my life, I'll be like, March 2023, that's the month I read a little life. Like <laughs> Then April it can be the month that you read a little life, and then you can read it in May. <laughs> what are you doing in May? Reading a little life? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Sorry, I got my I, whole I, calendar. Yeah. You're going to need the whole month to get through that book. It's, no, it's I 817 tried and I pages. <laughs> no, 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 I read no, like no. the first three chapters. I tried once, too, and gave up. And, and then you then went back to it. I went back to it. Oh, good for you. I feel like if times. you can get to like page 300, I'm so proud of you. you can get through it. That's like the yeah. most impressive thing in the world to, to like to restart and then restart and then get through it. Mm-hmm. Why yes. is that so hard? In a post-COVID world, I feel like that is like, that is everything. Especially <laughs> with that. Especially with books because you're just like, I basically read it if I like opened it. And there's so many unread books or like, on my shelves. I can at least tell people I read it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can go, oh, I know that. Yeah. That's how I feel about self-help books, that you kind of can read the back cover and be like, I do feel like I got something out of this. Absolutely. I remember I during quarantine, I downloaded this app that did 10-minute summaries of self-help books. Wait, <laughs> which is so dumb. Did they do like the artist of the subtle art not giving a fuck? I feel like that's the classic. I read Probably. a summary of that and was like, I do feel calmer. Yeah, do you like self help books? It depends what it is. I mean, I love bitter like bittersweet, I guess technically is self help. Um but I don't know that science. I would I don't know that I would classify it as self help. Bittersweet is a book that we both read. It was in the it's in the Boys Club book club. Um, <laughs> it is the one of there's a well, we like There's reference. It's the central text in a way. We reference it all the time. We reference <laughs> it all the time. We're partnering you, with Hello Sunshine Book Club. Are you guys prophets? <sighs> you just said central text. We have forty million listeners, <laughs> <laughs> and we love them all. Um, it's a it's a book about. Wait, is that true? I would have been riffing. More. Yeah, we. <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking about it a lot when I saw your show. So I wonder if you'd be interested in it. It's a little bit like self help e in terms of it's like it's kind of marketed with like this like bright blue sleeve and like i don't know it's just like the text is like big enough that it doesn't feel like you're reading like a long like book but it is a little bit more academic in Uh parts Um, wait i actually changed my mind i actually don't think it's self-help what you're saying it's definitely not prescriptive in any way it's very much like it's academic academic, but it's like academic light like it's it's definitely not like anybody could read it it's not like super. it's a book about emotions it's not about your emotions and it's not about fixing your life can you explain the the central thesis of the central text one more time it's like basically her whole thing 
doing is kind of just figuring out the moments in like culture and religion and other mm-hmm. places where we see these like moments of like kind of the yin yang of life, like the hard and the and the good, the bitter and the sweet, and how yep. that is kind of like where we see sort of the moments of the divine and like what it means to be human. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That you need like both the positive and the negative mm-hmm. for meaning. Yeah. You need and winter and summer. Right. And that's why like these kind of like sad songs kind of sad speak songs to have us. both? Because they're supposed to sort of like a lot of times they're like songs about a past relationship or something that you're grieving that it's like in a way like hearkening back to something that was once happy even though it's now through like a negative not negative but yes. a, a sadder lens perhaps yeah and so that the, the feeling that the song is actually evoking is a bittersweet feeling not necessarily like a sad feeling yeah i couldn't agree with that more yeah it's I really love that yeah so i listen and to like her, as someone who loves winter yeah like yeah. I, I i genuinely that is, love that's winter. a boys club an interesting personality trait character <laughs> trait fact about you <laughs> so so why do you prefer winter um or maybe not prefer it's a great question. Do you mean February? No. <laughs> like which part? No further questions. <laughs> Let me think. I I'm I a softy. I just love. Um, well, okay. I think there's two parts of it. I think like I love winter because I love summer. I know that's like a gay answer, but you need both. Yeah. And like when you're in winter, fuck you. And you, when you're in winter, he rolled his eyes all the way into no, his asshole to the point where I didn't even believe he was a sign. <laughs> I have a memory. Okay, fine. When um, I was a kid, the most important movie to me was Elmo Saves Christmas because it's like what would happen if it was Christmas every day and it's an Elmo movie. And then it's like the bank shut down. Everyone loses their jobs because people don't work on Christmas a lot of the time. And so it's capitalist. It's a capitalist thing. And then it's like, oh, we now live in like like a non-functioning country because it was Christmas every day. You need most days to not be Christmas so yes. you can have Christmas. Yeah, that's it. And if you're able to like be in not Christmas, if you're able to be in winter and like recognize what it is and like understand that it's not like the best of circumstances, but you also still have like gratitude and like able to like zoom out a little bit and see the full picture. Yeah. I like, I don't know. I just like the context. Also, I think there's just something romantic about winter. Yeah. I do like, yeah. I love like December. Don't get me wrong. There's depressive days I have in winter where I. I can't get out of my own head and it sucks. Yeah. But I do genuinely enjoy winter. Like I don't want to live in LA. Yeah. I hate, yeah, let's get into that. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) No, I I wish I had a better, uh, I'm trying to be better about having like a more positive outlook on it because I I agree with what you're saying and I I just, but I am such a baby because I grew up in the South and I'm just like used to being warm all the time. So I'm like such a curmudgeon in the winter because I'm like, where'd you grow up? Savannah, Georgia. Oh, right. So it was like 45 degrees for like maybe a week and it's nice again. Like my parents are like, it's been 80 for the last two months. Right. Well, that's not it. That's not, you don't even have the ebb and flow. You just, that you don't know anything other than what you know. Yeah. it's just always yeah, warm and always nice. Months. Yeah. Oh my god. I know. I know. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. It's the South, like big time. That's nuts. I didn't realize yeah. it was so hot. But you're there. from Florida. Yeah. So you like the winter, maybe because maybe you had the opposite Edit that reaction out. where you like didn't have it and now you like it. I don't know what it is hmm. because I shouldn't. I I mean I I everyone I say I'm from Florida to is like oh you must struggle with the winter but I I don't know I love it. There might be something inside of me that's. I think it's so cool to be in love. Just a troubled soul. What? (laughs) Being in love in the winter is like a very specific thing. Oh, yeah. As someone who likes cuddling the big boys, winter is the month for me. Yeah. That's true. I guess it could get sweaty in the the winter. In the summer. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's why I like winter because I'm horny. (laughs) You don't seem particularly chaotic to me. And I feel like summer. Incorrect. And and I think you are chaotic. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Then I'm. Chaotic in what way? Well. 
Diagnose me, daddy. So I think summer. <laughs> Sorry, I, I called you daddy. Some, no, it's okay. <laughs> Mommy? Mm. Mama, mother. I mother. need to think about how I want to be addressed. Sir. But I think that. <laughs> Whoa. There's a chaos. Okay. I think this is post-COVID. Wow, you just cured my lack of sense. I'm saying something, I'm saying something <laughs> academic. You are sorry, I'm sorry. Something? See, I told you I'm chaotic. I can't let you get through you a sentence. You are chaotic. Wait, no, it's okay. We're all chaotic. Okay, but I think there's something about summer that is like, no one works in the summer, and it's disgusting. And it's like, can people, like, can what? can everyone just like... What do you mean no one works I in the I feel like the summer is just like, and like I don't know if it's school because children. of our age, or because of like, where we are in life, or because of our age. I don't know. But like, I feel like the summer is just like one big chaotic shit show, and then it's a post-COVID thing, like, mm. and that that is very stressful to me. Whereas I feel like the oh. winter is like, very productive, and... Maybe focused. it's like in the summer there's always like free thing there's like free concerts mm-hmm. or like park things. Yeah. Maybe it's that kind of deal. Start charging people and then people will work again. <laughs> That's what we need. No. Connor, free everything. I swear to God, last summer it was yeah. just like Elmo the Elmo movie got to you. You're like, we need businesses. We need <laughs> Maya Angelou is in it and Harvey Firestein. Oh wow. Can wow. you imagine them on set together? Maya Angelou Maya Angelou uh, wow. was a professor at my college. I know. Before I was there. But I can't do an impression of her on this podcast, right? I couldn't do an impression of her, period, I don't think. Go I... for Harvey though. <laughs> Oh, he's the Easter Bunny. <laughs> ace the eggs, ace the eggs. I'm selling ace the eggs. But no one could buy them because they didn't have jobs. Uh, My friend keeps DMing Harvey, telling him to go to Sugar Daddy. It's oh, the he nicest has to. thing oh, that he's love it. ever done. That was that's beautiful. I think yeah. he would love it. He should go. I hope so. Yeah. Um, you got to get him in the door. I think he's he'll bring uh, like a whole tribe of gay people. You, H- Harvey. If I listening. know you listen to Boys mm-hmm. Club. He's a boy. He's a boy from home. I don't know. The central text of this podcast is very similar to the central thesis of Sugar Daddy. True. If you like this podcast, wow, you collab. should come. Yeah. Wait, we'll put Sugar Daddy on our media list. Yeah. I love. Like our, our media you have list. a media list? It's well, we just sometimes we bring up the same, we just bring up the same shit all the time because yeah, we yeah. are constantly talking to each other about the same shit. So people have been like, so we've made this media list because we were like, started with a book list and then we were like, oh, we want to add a movie to it. <laughs> and so now it's just a media list. But we'll add Sugar Daddy to it because I think, I it's like truly list. when we were watching the show, Thank I was you. thinking about um, that book because I was like, it feels very like in conversation with it. sounds like it. The, the, yeah, someone sent me a, a poem that after the show that I was like, oh, this poem is the thesis of the show. Yeah. I didn't realize. That's beautiful. Do you know, are you a Swifty? No. Go back to your poem, sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't have interrupted. It was insane. It reminded me of some of what you were saying, but go on. Is no. it because Evermore is has that feeling too? <laughs> she has some some of the things on Midnights I feel like are no, but you go, you're gonna you're gonna quote a poem. And I <laughs> no, wanted to wasn't. know what the poem was. Um no, it was just that the, it was just funny that he sent me this poem and it, it was almost like I had read the poem and then write a sh- wrote a show about it. It's mm. always cool when someone can like articulate to you what you were doing already mm-hmm. yeah but didn't know that's yeah yeah i guess that's what a therapist does in yeah. some ways yeah i get but it's it is it, particularly cool in art yeah because you know there's a lot of ambiguous and there's a lot of when you guys came was the wave in there yes Oh, okay. This. That must have been the first time that I did it because I just. Oh yeah. It. Yeah. Okay. But that you know, it's there's a lot of like things that are up for interpretation with art, and like you have an idea, but then other people take their own stuff, and when other people apply their own stuff, and then it actually ends up being what you meant after all. Yeah. Is that articulated? Yes. No, I totally. hear you on that. That's yeah. like a little magical. Yeah. I think that's yeah. Cool. 
So how much? Well, I guess I have two questions, and we don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. But yeah, um, do you I, obviously the the theme of, the themes of the show no. are <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the themes of the show are obviously very personal, very heavy. But do you yeah. so do you like when people like send you things afterwards or talk to you after in that way, or does it feel like yeah yeah no? I uh, at first it became it was like a little hard to manage, mm-hmm. and you know there's always people that come up to any performer or comedian afterwards and wish it to say yeah wish it to say, <laughs> and it's not the right thing to say. And yeah, it's mostly just their ego, right? But I've gotten a lot better at like. You know, this this story in this show is not just like mine. Sure. And so other people are going to have reactions to it, and that's the point. And so I've gotten better at like understanding that yeah. people have their own reactions to things, and it doesn't have to f- affect me, yeah. or I don't have to like be a part of that. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And then I guess I didn't realize how much how much are you like playing with what's in it since you said we saw something new. Like, are you editing oh it all the time? Show? Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys know it's like you have a joke. You have a you have a work list of all the jokes you want to make better. Mm-hmm. I have like half the jokes in there. I have like edits that I want to make to. Yeah. So I can the ones that I can take to a comedy club, I I do. And then I'm I'm working on like the full narrative excuse me, of like the um, things that I can't do at a comedy club, which mm-hmm. are like larger structural changes too. Right. That's so cool. Did you run it at all before it was at the Playhouse? I mean, I know you did it at Pete's. Edinburgh. Edinburgh, duh. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, Edinburgh was the big one. Yeah. That's like you, you did it last year. Yeah. Did you have fun at Edinburgh? Was it, was it like college? No, Edinburgh's not fun. <laughs> no, I'm not I've heard from everybody who's done it that it's a fucking slog to get through. It's it's a little bit of a slog. And yeah. it's a, a I mean, kind of a shows nightmare. What was your time there like? It's always, I have a different answer every time. I honestly, if you asked me on a different day, I would be like, I loved it. Yeah. It was life changing. I was just it, thinking like, that about when people. I, grew, I did grow so much personally. It was in August. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I when mean, did you I start writing the show? Um, the first time I did it was March of last year. Yeah. Oh my God. It's almost exactly a year old. So we were starting our podcast. Wait, is it? Yeah. Yeah. March 2022 is a huge and comprehensively huge month. Yes. This intersection was up to a lot. (laughs) See, winter is a productive time. You got (laughs) nothing else to do. It comes full circle. Yeah, Yeah, it is. I feel that way about when people ask me um, about, I was literally almost said this to you the other day. Sometimes when I talk about going to an always Catholic school, I'm like, it was fine. And then other times I'm like, it was horrible. I couldn't be myself for four years. And I feel yeah. like it depends on the moment that I'm asked in my response completely. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, about you're it. also like, I feel like you need time away to like understand what it truly was. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, like anything. A year out, you don't know truly how you felt about it. But maybe like five years later, you were like, oh, I was not able to be myself. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember who I heard this from, but I I think it was on a podcast. Somebody was talking about specifically with like breakups, how like the second after, like if you broke up with somebody yesterday and your friends are asking you about it, you, your story starts with like the most stupid, like the stupidest detail of like, okay, so we were arguing about this fork or something like that. And then five years after the fact, you're like, yeah, we just like weren't in the same place. Like you're, you're yeah kind of whatever you come to just gets shorter and shorter and shorter and it's like you don't you probably forgot that the fork issue was even an issue you know what i mean you're like too in it to know that like this person wasn't good for you yeah and if someone breaks up with you yesterday like you're still in that mindset of like i like this person Mm -hmm. and you still need them you're like relying on them yeah if someone breaks up with you that the next day you're still so in the relationship and all your rituals and patterns are like based off of this other person and so you're probably gonna say like 
it was a good relationship, but it, but this and this and this happened. Mm -hmm. But then I feel like if you ask that, if that person truly wasn't right for you, you aren't going to realize that. But then a couple of years later, someone could ask you and be like, well, that guy was just a narcissist and an asshole. Yeah. And it just took you enough time to be away from it and outside of it and remove yourself and all of your, I don't know, interests, like self-preservation interests and your ego and all that stuff. Yeah. I do like sometimes when I think about like writing something longer about I think you know what I would probably focus on is a lot about my like transition and stuff and sometimes I'm like oh I feel like I should like it's good to be writing about how I feel about it now but I'm also like excited at the idea that I will have more insights and more interesting things to say in five years ten years fifteen yeah. years about it you know which is why I get pissed when older comedians like act like oh you can't say anything anymore and it's like do you have nothing new to say about your experience as a person <laughs> Like, did you just stop, like, interacting with the world? I, it's so confusing to that me. That is so funny. You know what I mean, though? It's like, how do you... I don't know. Like, I feel like I would hope... I mean, my life has only... I feel like I've only known more about myself, obviously, yeah, over the last... Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I know I just kind of became an adult within the last, like, couple of years and, like, you know... God, I keep not, forgetting that. Well, I mean... Don't I'm, mention I'm, it. I'm, 20, <laughs> I'm 25. It's, it's been, whatever, seven years. I can't do math. Eight years, but... Seven Eight. years... I can't do math. <laughs> yeah, that's such a good point. And like, I think about that all the time. Like, the grief material that I'm writing now is probably going to be like unrecognizable to me. Yeah. To like the place that I, even the grief material that I wrote eight months ago is like completely separate from the material that I am writing and like feeling now. Mm -hmm. And that's so funny that you're like these other, you're like, you should be able to have this wealth of self analysis and growth <laughs> to look back upon. Right. <laughs> and they're like they can't fucking say anything anymore it's like what do you uh, you gotta go to therapy I guess yeah. I don't know I don't know yeah that's my they just all you know what maybe they just all went to therapy and they solved it yeah and it's like actually nothing funny about being fully evolved I guess yeah. <laughs> especially what Drew Michael's special kind of was <laughs> um, should we uh, should we start asking our questions do we not do it yet no what's oh, a voice club I'm so sorry I'm doing such a bad job what's a voice club you're in not in not in. Not in. We oh, start with curveball. Curveball. Shit. Exclusion. But if you actually, you can do it in whatever order you want. We've gotten um, feedback that we maybe should switch the order. Voice Club, I'm, I'm not in, I think, <laughs> is all all of them. <laughs> I don't, I mean, this I is kind of my few. answer for the other one, too, but I'm not, I was thinking like hard. I'm not in a boys club right now. <laughs> my friend groups are just so diverse. <laughs> also, who has all these friend groups? <sighs> maybe that's a boys club. People I think that people, ha people have friends. Do you feel like in Brooklyn? I'm in my 20s. I live in Brooklyn. I'm a stand-up comedian. You think I have multiple friend groups? Wait. So, do you feel like you're kind of a lone ranger? Yeah. Wait. Let's, really? Let's get into it. Yeah. I I feel like it. I mean, now I do have friends. It took a long time to make friends, but stand-up is a lonely gig. Yeah. yeah. I I feel like mm. I have been. We talked about this in the last episode we recorded that I was like. I feel like it was hard. Did you have a lot of friends in like high school and college? High school, I had like a best friend and then like a couple best, like a one really good friend group. Yeah. And I, I've literally never had that since. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. I yeah. mean, now I have a best friend, but like I don't have that like group that I have like a couple different groups. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they all suck. <laughs> I used to teach high school. High school what? English. Oh my God, cool. Did you like it? <laughs> yes. 
Oh no! No, it was what really happened? Bad. Well, I was bad at that job. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure, I was yeah. just like, I have plenty of those. <laughs> I was so bad at it. All people want to be as successful. They want to feel successful. Yeah, the kids didn't feel successful. I didn't feel successful. The administrators didn't feel successful. Yeah, it's yeah. a tough game. No one felt successful. Yeah, yeah, don't teach. My dad teaches, and like that is incredible for him. But it's just like a tough job. Yeah. Um. Wait, but you, I, your friend, the friend group thing is very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so, I think it's um because we were talking about that. I, I have felt kind of the opposite about it where I really mm-hmm. struggled to make connections in high school and middle school but then like college I feel like because you kind of get naturally thrown into like certain things with like well I played a, a sport in college that so I had like yeah. a natural those group, are great which feels really helpful but like yeah coming into which was one of the nice things about comedy is I felt like at least I was around people all the time which yeah. helped me you know with mics and stuff but it can be hard especially if you like find yourself like when I first started I was like going to the Grizzly Pear and like other places that were oh yeah not places to be oh and yeah not a place to make friends that's where I started yeah I barked there oh yeah, ah! yeah. that's a boys club ah! that is a boys club yeah. I always say this it gives lay Miz when people are barking there like it's a, like a little bit at the end of the day you're another day older <laughs> and you're just standing on the street begging people to come to a comedy show and it's a street covered in and feces. what's funny is I was singing that the whole time <laughs> that's how I got people yeah in the show. with your voice and a yeah. bunch of theater goers came in and were yeah. very disappointed <laughs> wait Sam how did you not lead with that Sam you are the that is a beautiful oh, yeah. success story of well, the barking no, of the of... <laughs> it's, it's like one of those I made it out of stories yeah it really did. did it move the needle for you. Um, I don't know what my question was. In the industry? Are you mad at me yeah, asking? it got me late night. <laughs> so the, <laughs> the boys clubs that I've been a part, I've been a part of many boys clubs. Yeah. Um, I did sports. Would you I play? Pointed to Nico, <laughs> our, our obvious sports. Our, our sports are um, the little. The little <laughs> well, to be fair, you're. I'm dressed very Euro soccer boy today. Not even this looks like you look like someone costume designed you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, well, in the full. It's, I always like I. Anytime I have to be like, sometimes I have to go right from like to shows or mics like wearing this, and I'm always like, I would look I so just... good in that shirt. If you have an old one, can I take it? Yeah, if I, I'll get you an extra. Are you serious? You want one? I'll give it to you. I want a small. You want a small one of these? Okay, I'll get you one. I want my arms to pop in it. You want your arms to pop? See, so that's you don't know that's the, the shirt. That could just be me. My arms are really small and I can't get them to be bigger. What does that mean? I don't know. I just feel like I have bird arms and like I love my arms. I love your arms. Yeah, you have very nice arms. They're very yeah. toned. Did I make this podcast weird? <laughs> no, not at all. No, well, this I podcast think, is just about I your sexy, sexy arms. I'm like a bird. Do you do tricep stuff? So obsessively, obsessively. Mm. I do triceps and tr- I have I have twenty pound dumbbells. Every time I walk past them in my apartment, I just do Arnold presses every time I walk past oh, them, wow. and I put them Does in a really, really visible place. Weird? Yeah, lifting Can you see totally like makes a, a so, correlation. Wait, the other day, I lifted in front of the mirror naked. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good for you. I recommend that to everyone. At Equinox, no less. Yeah, literally. <laughs> could you imagine? I, 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 I kind of like looking at myself in the mirror while I work out. Yeah, there's it's something a good, like I don't know primal to it. I yeah, mean, like this is this is. I mean, I, obviously, we're both neurotic. But <laughs> yeah, wait. It's a I podcast. Do, we're all neurotic. I do think. Yeah, I do think that lifting. I think because it's so physical and you are like kind of I don't know there's just like this bruteness to it that does yeah. feel very primal and like I don't know it definitely does feel like a little what bit. What if sexual. there's an evolutionary reason behind that? Like if you yeah. hunted more, you fucked more. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the alpha male was whoever was like the biggest, whatever, and and probably was most right. likely to reproduce. So I think there probably is some sort of primal thing in us that's like we have to be big. Yeah. There might be like a chemistry hormonal like I think lifting does it produce testosterone? I don't know. I think it 
I don't know. I, I don't think it know. affects the chemistry of what's happening with you. I'm not good with science, so I don't know. Curveball here. Uh, not a curveball, just changing the subject back to me. Um, you are the best. <laughs> We're here every time. <laughs> every time. I like when my sex drive is lower, and I told you guys like it can go in waves. Like right now, I don't mind it. Like I li- I like like not being horny all the time, and like I'm just focusing on other things. Is that like bad though? Mm-hmm. Is that bad to not have? I'll, like, do you need a good sex drive? I don't no. think so. Is it? Does it also affect your brain chemistry in other ways? I'm sure like a healthy sex drive is good for like long term health. I would imagine. Yeah. But I think if it, as, it, as it ebbs and flows in your like week to week, I think that's totally normal. Okay, good. And I also Thank you. like when I because you should be through, my therapist. <laughs> you know, free of charge. I'm right here. Um, oh really? I I will. <laughs> Oftentimes I don't have, it's like, I think I have a normal sex drive. Well, normal is such an inappropriate word. But there are also times where it's like, no, I don't miss sex. What I miss is eye contact and hugging and sitting in the corner of a restaurant learning someone's secrets, you know? Oh, so, Which I feel like is a totally different thing. The way you articulated that was beautiful. Have you ever said that before? No. Say it again. I don't remember. <laughs> hugging and kissing. Hugging, kissing, and sitting, sitting in the corner, corner of a restaurant learning someone's secrets. I think there's something about eye That is the central text of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. That was beautiful. That was I yeah. thought about the last guy that I did. I was like, I actually didn't really like having sex with him. I just yeah. liked hugging yeah. and kissing. And I, like, I, I'm not, well, but also for me, like a core facet of my sexuality, not just like emotional needs, is hugging. Yeah. <laughs> You're a cuddler. I'm a cuddler. Yeah. yeah. I think that that is an underrated part of like um, foreplay too, like just like the before, like Mm -hmm. not kind of non-sex, not non-sexual, but more like sensual. Yeah, like right, just getting that emotional connection really like out there first, and then that's hard with me for a grinder. It's hard for me to be attracted to someone that I have no like. Like, I don't have sex with just, like, a hot person randomly on the street. Like, there needs to be some sort of, like, emotional connection. I feel the same way, but I will. Yeah. But And I do. Yeah. <laughs> I will go... Like, honestly, I'll go to, like, a back room at a bar, and if you're the right shape, uh, it, like, it works. Yeah. But I obviously, like, yearn for that emotional intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. I do, do you mean, though, that you, like, cannot? Like, it won't work? No, 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 no. Okay. No, it'll work. It'll work. It'll work. Do you find, maybe... I feel sad after. But that doesn't mean that you should, and it doesn't mean that anyone who listens to this podcast should. It doesn't mean my dad should. He listens. Like, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't mean... It means that I never feel better after. But that's not very... Okay, like, I think there's nothing hotter than not coming with someone that you're, like, freshly attracted to. Because then you leave horny as hell. And you'd never... But whereas, like, if we come, I don't have enough of an emotional connection to stay in this bed with you. Mm. I'm going to say something that's going to make me sound like the dumbest person in the world. You have to. I never even fathomed doing that. <laughs> oh, no. It heard me. There we go. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, okay. Oh, no. It's red before it was blue. Yeah, because that's active record versus something that's already been recorded. So when you start oh, one great, day, great, great, great. you'll explain to someone uh-huh. on your podcast. You'll be like, that's actually, that's active. <laughs> I can't wait to explain to other people how tech works. It's going to be so new for me. Yeah, I know just the bare minimum that we need to know to make this a functional-ish operation. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. As you... someone who just edited a promo video, I'm right there with you. <laughs> I know. I can't wait to have people that are good at this to be able to do the things that... Oh, my God. 
they need to just do. Like because... a college girl in a cloth lip, <laughs> a college girl who's like, I'm getting credit. I don't for like my that you gendered it. I a college like... fem- female is important to this he, role. No. He we, loves he loves girls in a cloth lip. We, <laughs> we feel like girls in a cloth lip are like here to get shit done. They're like ready to go. I love. Also, when I say girl, I truly do not mean any gender. Wait, same. Same when we say boys. Here. We're not. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. If like especially girlies. Yeah. If I walk into a room and I say, "Hey, girlies," most likely not the gender you think I'm thinking of. <laughs> I don't think girl bother- bothers me. I think I'm like bothered by like girlina. I'm just like, what's happening? It's I've like, never heard that before in my life. It depends if the person saying it kind of has like a bit of a. That sounds like one them. of those fake sugars. <laughs> <laughs> it's, there's stevia, girlina. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a. That's Reese Witherspoon sex like stevia. <laughs> Hello sunshine. <laughs> I know. Mm. We love Barry Moore's <laughs> Girlina. <laughs> We're a Reese Witherspoon podcast. We she like understood, off. understood. Yeah. Have we read any books off her book list? I'm actually reading one. Wild right now. by Cheryl My mom loves whodunits and will always give me the ones that she's just finished, so I also read them. Um, but I always feel so like embarrassed what on the word? train reading like a we- Reese Witherspoon like book that looks like so girly on the. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you're, when you hold a little life on the train, people are going to clock people you notice. and be like, "Okay, someone oh. who's one literate, two like self actualized." Yeah. yeah, if I'm reading that on the train, people are going to be like, "That teen is in for a rude awakening." <laughs> <laughs> it does feel like a book is such a such a cultish. It's kind of like a yeah. I wonder if it's like the gay version of like mm, not Catcher in the Rye, but something else that like. What's something like straight guys are like? Oh, What's infinite a, jest. Infinite, yes, it's it, it's uh, gay infin- infinite jest. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. It's a gay book, right? Everyone's gay. Yeah, I think so. I just spoiled it. Oh jeez. Are you mad? Wait, not everyone. No. Okay, just no. we'll 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 pivot. Oh, wait, no, I What's crazy is you can edit a podcast, but you can't edit Nico's brain. <laughs> <laughs> can't take that. Part you can edit a podcast, but you can't edit Nico's brain. Okay. Let's well, see where you land. And now you that. can't even edit out that out of the podcast yeah. because that was such a good rip. Um. I grew up Catholic, so I, like, definitely have, like, religious inspiration in my life. Like, it's definitely, yeah. like, shaped a lot of my experience, but um, I'm not actively Catholic or all that religious at all. I definitely, like, I'm, like, something's happening. Were you ever actively? As a kid. Yeah. I think I, we talked about this with um, Esther Fallick. She and I both kind of had this similar uh relationship to it where it seemed like it was mm-hmm. more present in my life in times where I was really struggling with identity yeah. and needed to like lean into something. Yeah. So I certainly like found God, I swear times. if I had that, yeah. I would have leaned so hard into it. Yeah. It's yeah. I like was at one point I was like in college going to like mass at school and like there's not a darker thing. <laughs> than <that. laughs> Being a college kid who's like going to mass uh, with my boyfriend at the time. Yikes. Yeah. It's a dark time. It's in a, North Carolina. In North Carolina it's a dark story. <laughs> Wow. But, yeah, but I'm not like, but I, I do, I find spirituality really interesting and I like hearing yeah. about people like somebody like Pete Holmes who has found like a way to take that yeah. foundation from his life and put it into a way that feels healthy and good and like removed of a lot of the repressive aspects of yeah. it because I do think there's so much great at, like stuff about religion that is helpful and healthy. And, of course, of course. So. I mean, it's so, it's like anything, you can take it and ruin it. And when yeah. it gets in the hands of the wrong people and then it becomes used for hate. Mm-hmm. But that could also be, like, I was going to say any of our sets. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right translation. But I feel like someone could come out of, like, even, like, Sugar Daddy and be like, okay, I'm going to 
<laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anything can be interpreted incorrectly. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I feel like there's a lot of that you can use from religion, or even if it's not called religion, like spirituality. Mm-hmm. I, like, I wish I had religion just for community. Like, it seems yeah. like such a good community to have. Jewish. I was, yeah. I think I was in a Jewish fraternity. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I love Judaism. Are you Jewish? No, I was raised Catholic. Okay. But I like Judaism a lot. It's very family-oriented. And like I like the rituals and the holidays of it. Is is it more family oriented than other religions? I feel like it, it is more family oriented than I Catholicism. I think it does. Like Catholicism is like the in at least in my limited understanding and experience of of all these things. Um, obviously Judaism has the aspect to it of the like, like there's a whole beyond the religion it's yeah. ethnicity as well so there is like that in that community that's built in kind of beyond Catholicism mm-hmm. obviously doesn't have that but there is this kind of like weird like. Culty huh. kind of thing to Catholicism that's like, yeah. I don't know. That it has like a similar, sure. like, I don't know. Don't you think? You know what one difference is? Judaism is so about meals and food, mm. which sounds, as someone who, it's weird, it sounds crazy that I'd be so attracted it's to that. It's my favorite part. Yeah. That's a great point. Catholicism, I don't think, is there's at no all about hamantashen in your religion, and no. that is tragic. It I don't really think is. that we, in an organized way, I mean, we even have the Last Supper, but that's for that we fast. Like, it doesn't, it never, <laughs> we, we never sit around and break Truly, bread. It's together. more about the absence of food. Yeah. yeah. It's all about, wow. it's really, there's not like um, a communal. Because you're not supposed when to. When I eat. think, yeah, go ahead. You're, just, not you're not supposed to eat before Mass, right? On like Sundays, aren't you supposed to like the wafer supposed to be the first thing you eat, like the body of Christ? I'm pretty sure. If that's true, that's fascinating. How is everyone not Jewish? There's like there's this religion where you can starve yourself, or there's this religion where you have this feast of food for every holiday. (laughs) We used to have Chinese Shabbat on Fridays in college. Oh, cute. Yeah, yeah. Even on the not religions, we're still like General Sal's chicken. (laughs) (laughs) It's yeah. As I've learned more, like, and have met a lot more like Jewish people being in like. A place where there are just are more than New York are City. In There's yeah. so many here. There just are more, and I I've, had no idea. Yeah, I've there learned, really are so many Jews here. The um, anyway, I feel like I've learned a lot more about just like the yeah the way that people interact with it. Even the, those who are not super religious, like have that like they do those like ritualistic things. I'm very mm-hmm. jealous of that. I'm like I wish that I mm. grew up where there was like mm. I don't know some more like ritualistic like every week kind of stuff beyond just like sitting bored as hell in mass as a yeah. kid. Like that's well, not I definitely fun. didn't do any of that stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, I went to Hebrew school, but that was the worst. <laughs> um, like I the think food a of... is a great. Po- I mean, when I think about my Judaism, I think about matzo ball soup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think about all the yeah. different foods. I think yeah, it's food. Yeah. It's 98% of my Judaism. There's no Catholic delis anywhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> you go in here and they're just like, you st- starve and eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's just a big starve and crackers. Damn it. That's very important. Yeah. What you just there's said just so crackers. important. <laughs> that was say? like so important. I feel what? like what you just said. What, there's, there's no Catholic delis. You want to start one? I feel like that should be <laughs> a gay it Catholic would, deli. It would literally be red wine and crackers. <laughs> I wonder if. Like, what what would a what would a Catholic deli actually be? I it's I I don't know because like there's I think it would there would be like because <laughs> there's a big like section of Catholicism it's a in, Jimmy John's. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a it's big, very vanilla. I don't know, but there's like a big section of Catholic. 
Catholics who are Irish, so there would be like that version of them. There's yeah. like Catholic Italians and there's Mexican Italians. Like there's like mm. a lot of different like hotspots of Catholicism. I feel like the closest thing twist. we have is an Italian deli. Is like low key. Like we so we used to have randomly yeah. we'd get like a ricotta pie on Easter, but it was not like every year. Like it was like a random thing that would sometimes materialize. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. It's what ins- is that? It's so good. It's like ricotta cheese turned into a pie. That sounds so good. I know. Good. I, last time I ate it was 16 years ago. I think about it all the time. <laughs> so okay, good. we should get you one. <laughs> I know. Maybe it's time to like move on with like start eating this that shit again. But like, yeah. so things that you used to say with religion though, like I so vividly remember like on Sunday nights when my mother would make a roast and my father would watch. It was like the most binary of time ever in our house. <laughs> my mom worked. My mom's a lawyer. Dad stayed home. Dad so we usually kind of flip flopped roles a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But on Sunday nights she would cook a roast. He would watch his stupid little game, his cool game that brought him joy, which I love. And then we would all like sit around and eat dinner. So like that to me, I feel like I don't associate that with religion, but I think that you're getting that out of religion. Like oh, you, interesting. you do. Yeah. It's funny because I have such a negative idea of my Judaism in my head, but you guys are helping me find the positive. We're, yes. <laughs> and I'm like resisting podcast. it. Yeah, Going back to the fact that this is a cult podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the central text turns out Torah. Yeah. <laughs> Two Catholics just teaching the Torah. <laughs> um, okay, should we ask our, our last question? What's a boys club that you wish to see in the world? Growler. Yes. Yeah. Is that... Did that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Explain that to me. That we're trying to get it more awareness around Growler. Oh, because it technically does exist, but I had to say, what is that? So yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like okay. Ah, this was a good answer. Yeah, (laughs) it was a great answer. Forty-four million people now know what Growler is, and they're all reading the Torah too. Yeah, I, I guess Judaism in many ways is a boys club. Wait, so you're not a bear. So like, Mm-mm. are you? Do, do you have to identify yourself with a tribe on Growler? You don't, no, you don't have to. I feel like anyone could be a part of the community. It's about how you identify. So, I mean, I, I would say I'm an otter. Okay, yeah. And or a chaser. Would you mind? Ex- Although some people don't like the word chaser. Why? Would you mind explaining to me what an otter is? Yes. An otter? Because I'm a, relatively familiar with what bear is. Is a... a a, a twink who has aged a bit. <laughs> no, I, I think it's like really just like a, like a traditionally fit guy, but they have a lot of like hair on their chest. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Yeah. Okay. Whereas Barry, good job. A bit, a bit more Wait, so body. I'm not an otter then. You you could be like either one that you want. I don't have a lot of hair on my chest. I, I would say I I don't know I don't know it's, I don't know what the terms are for if you're not a, I I feel like for the terms and the categories it's all about like how you want to be called totally and identified yeah. Like you were saying earlier, like there's, I think um, there are so many positives to like naming things because you find yeah like safety and comfort in knowing that this is an experience somebody else has had and they've made a name to, but also like the hyper labelization of everything is just like it, yeah it's too much it's a it, well just like it's when it's not useful for you yeah. you don't have to yeah you know yeah I think I'm like a coyote <laughs> and you are babe. I like that. I, one. I can tell by the way that you smiled and looked in my eyes. Yeah. You're a fucking coyote. Yeah, because you're just gonna kind of circle the outside. Kind of look And coyotes, for the record, hunt alone. <laughs> and I'm an otter because I'm slightly less gay. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I do like. <laughs> I like how we went right into that. The podcast immediately started, and you were like, "Why did you think I was more gay than you?" <laughs> um, I do like though with like something like Growler though that there are more 
I don't know, people asking for what they want and, like, and I don't know, because we've talked about this with you, yes. with like, being more upfront about, like, the what you do and do not want out of a sexual partnership yeah. with, like, the mm-hmm. guys on Grinder, And it's, like, having a site that, or, you know, that is specifically for a community. Yeah. It's so cool that people are like, yeah, this, let's just be specific about what yeah. we want and not fuck around with things that we don't want, you know? Yeah. It, it is, it is a little, it is much better than Grinder, even just, like, the interactions. Yeah. I feel like, because it is, it has... A little bit of a community element around it. Yeah, so you're probably gonna be um, more respectful, I would think. Yeah, maybe. Well, obviously there's know. like horror stories, but yes. Then what um, is Scruff I think so. even? I think I think Scruff is a growler. I'd say like maybe like a little bit more broad. Okay. I don't really know what is it, the answer. I I mostly use Growler, but I guess I use them all. What is Scruff? I was for. Is it not just Grinder? I feel like Scruff feels like between Grinder and Growler. Like Scruff, I kind of uh, thought was so. bearish. I think it, it's definitely more bearish than Grinder. I feel like Scruff is just like Grinder. I feel like is just so twink oriented. Yeah, and maybe Scruff is just a little bit more diverse. Yeah, but who knows? I'll say this though: it is a. I feel like it's a boys' club that I want people to know more about because, like, I especially since I started, I only like started doing jokes about. Like being attracted to bellies and like growl, uh, being into bears recently, and like people all the time come up to me, and it's they're 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 of all different shapes and sizes, and are like, me too, and they like whisper, and they're like so ashamed to like share that, and it's just so much more popular than people think. I just really yeah. like. It's just, I guess that's the big thing. It's just, it's a lot more popular than people think. Yeah. And it's like, why don't, why don't we talk about this in more mainstream? Why aren't like bigger bodies more mainstream? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that like, I've definitely seen myself go on a journey with my relationship, obviously to my own body, but then other people's bodies as well. Whereas like yeah. in high school, I don't know, especially when I was looking at it through such a like, like white cis hetero lens that I was in high school about like the things that I was taught were attractive in me and in other people. It was so much narrower and and harmful in many ways but then as i've come into my queerness it's like obviously all bodies are so beautiful and like queerness looks amazing on everyone always like it just really does like i feel like my sexuality has been broadened in every not even just about like what actual like people but just like shapes sizes bodies piercings hair everything it's just like everything is so beautiful if when people own who they are so it's like I don't know. So I'm, I, I've seen myself go on that journey and I'm so grateful for it. And I, I do hope that more people do too. And don't feel ashamed of it because yeah, there's so much beauty everywhere. I think we don't realize how much our society affects like what we're actually attracted to. Mm-hmm. And when you start to like acknowledge that and really like question it, your sexuality is chaos. And I think it, it is affected by like a million different things. And when you deal with your own fat phobia, maybe things will come out. Yeah. Like I, I dated this guy and I... Like, he had a lot of insecure about his own body that I found so sexy. And he was like, this is going to sound like me bragging and like come off, whatever. But by the end of it, he was like, you changed my perception of my own body. And now I'm attracted to bigger guys than I ever was. Yeah. And I was like, what? That's amazing. That's how that works? Yeah. So that can change? Yeah. It's, a, it's amazing to like, yeah, see people... Especially in, like, queer relationships and stuff. Like, it's... I think that's one of the reasons a lot of men, like, cis gay men have these, like, hyper-masculine, like, th- like thin physiques. Because it's, like... I, I, yeah. When yeah. you allow your partner to 
move beyond that like rigid idea of what you need to look like then you're kind of like allowing yourself to do that too because you know you take up the same sort of identity in the world and i feel Mm -hmm. like letting yourselves love each other will help you just broaden what you can be yeah you know Mm. Mm. and that's the central text (laughs) amen mic drop yeah (laughs) um sam thank you so much for being on before we go do you want to plug your socials and your show and everything yes uh at samuel h morrison on instagram twitter tiktok I guess Facebook and YouTube. What's the age? My age? The age. The age? Oh, Heath. I thought you were just like, and what's your age? Heath <laughs> Ledger. Heath, yeah. Heath, nice. Oh. Um, and uh, Sugar Daddy running at Soho Playhouse until when's this coming out? This will come out in two weeks from today. Oh, okay. Until April. Sugar Daddy running at Soho Playhouse until April 8th. And then it's done, done. That's your last chance to catch up. Awesome. Yeah, definitely check it out. We saw it the other day. It was amazing. Sam's incredible. You, you got to see it if you're in New York. So, um, Thank you guys so much boys. for having me. This yeah. was so much fun. Thanks for being on. We always end with a, a smooch into the microphone. So one, two, three. Hey, boys. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda. That's C-O-N-O-R, panda with a J. You can find me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O Carney, C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming, last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out, come part, be part of the club. Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye.